Got time for a workout? Ah, yeah. I was hoping you'd call. Awesome. Let me get to my machine. Welcome to the Concept2 Workout Podcast, where we provide coaching and guidance through fun, challenging, and unique sessions on the Concept2 Row Erg, Ski Erg, and Bike Erg. Basic understanding of rowing, skiing, and cycling is helpful before you participate. You can find technique videos on all three movements at concept2.com. We ask that you also read our liability disclaimer posted in our show notes and consult your physician before engaging in any physical activity. Thank you for tuning into As the Flywheel Spins. Welcome to another episode of As the Flywheel Spins. Today, I'm going to give my friend Jane Erbacher a call down in Australia to see if she'll join me for a pretty wonderful workout on our ski herbs. It's a 50-minute workout full of variable intervals. Now, while I get her on the phone and set and ready to go, don't hesitate to get yourself warmed up and ready too. Put some meters in even before we get going. Why not? Jane? Hey, Katie. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's like wicked early in the morning for you right now? Well, 7.40, so it's not too bad. Oh, that's great. I'm going to go to bed after this. <laughs> <laughs> so I love starting the day with my own workout. Like, it's yes. my favorite thing. I just went through your Instagram feed and I was like, oh my gosh, she had a workout like every day in August. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Because um, I was like, I don't know, because I'd heard from people, what a lot of people say to me is, oh yeah, I bought, like I bought an egg and now it just gathers dust in the corner of the room. Like a lot of people had said that over the years and I was like, no, if you've got one in your house, you use it all the time. And then it's like, I had my... I've had my ROA like since I think I bought it in March. Like as soon as all this hit, I was like, I'm going to need this. And I found myself not using it as much. And because I'm not really like my goal with training is to enjoy moving my body. Like I don't have goals to break world records or, you know, like just to do my best each time I, I do it and just enjoy moving my body. Like I want real longevity with training. I don't, I'm not really performance focused. So I've kind of been on and off in the past, but not really. And so I was like, okay, how can I enjoy using this each day? And um, and so in July, I was like, okay, I'm going to get on for 10 minutes every every day in August. And then I was like, August, August. And I love just coming up with silly like names and things. And I was like, August. Oh, my God, August is August. It became like a, a bit of a joke, like creating a story behind every workout. And so I got really into it, and it was really nice because – like, I wanted to remind people that using the equipment doesn't have to be a grind. Like, even if they weren't doing my workout, they'd see the post and be like, oh, Home Alone, I love that movie. Yeah, I should totally get on the air today. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, whether or not they actually followed. I had a few people that were following the workouts every day, which was really cool, but it was more just, hey, Erg's sitting in the corner and it's more fun than, you know, it's it's not a chore. Like, don't look at it and think it's a chore. Like, look at it and think, like, it's an opportunity. 
Yeah, Jane, I think that you just explained perfectly why I really wanted to promote you to this this group of people that are really motivated to use their machines. And I love your enthusiasm and I love how you make the Concept2 machines just really approachable and not scary. Like, hey, this is how we're gonna enjoy moving our body today. And oh, look at that. It's got like a monitor that kind of tells you what you're doing. You know, like, yeah, there it is. You know, we can we can learn something about ourselves and enjoy enjoy workout. And so for the next little bit, we are going to do one of your workouts. And it really spoke to me because you titled it Pride um, and the the goal of the workout, you said, just make yourself proud. And that was like, yeah. that's the only goal. I feel like often yeah. we, we get on the machines, doesn't matter which machine we get on, we have this feeling like I have to reach this preconceived expectation that I'm just going to make up right before I get on the machine. And like, and, <laughs> yeah. and really, totally. I don't know if really that is necessary every single time you, you get on the machine. It's, <laughs> it's possible. Like this workout, it's like 50 minutes. It's a long time. And if we go as hard as we possibly can the entire time, um, it's, it's going to wreck us. And so yeah. um, I was thinking I was going to take your workout and put a little bit of formatting to it. I was going to play around with our stroke rate. We can use the entire, we'll program the entire workout into the monitor. So it's two rounds and everything, every interval has about a minute rest in between, but we go two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, and then a four minute effort and then a one minute, one minute, one minute, and then a three minute effort. And mm-hmm. we do that two times. So yeah, with like three minutes in between. It's funny because the best feedback I've had, I would say through Ergus is people saying to me, wow, I didn't realize I could use the monitor like that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's like, I, I think that a lot of people know me for teaching technique, but what I get way more excited about is teaching people to read the monitor um, and use the monitor because yeah. <laughs> because I think it's such an untapped resource for like 95% of people that use the erg. Like I'll go into any gym and people just start rowing or just start skiing or just press, just row or just press, just ski or just ride. And it's like, no, you can put the whole thing in there and then it's like your coach. Like once it's programmed in, you're doing the whole thing. Like, and you get all the data at the end. Yeah. And it's really funny because that's why I think we get a bit too bogged down in every time I get on, I've got to do better than last time because the data shows you if you have or you haven't. And so with this workout in my brain, I was like, I'm not setting any guidelines with pacing. I just some days making yourself proud is literally getting on and doing all the intervals. And someday making yourself proud is getting a PR. But yeah, it's like the whole thing of, people saying to me, oh my God, I can program that whole thing into my monitor. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And that is totally what we're going to do today. And I believe Mm -hmm. on your Instagram 
post too. You like you show videos. It's really hard with the podcast because it's just audio, and I and we talk people through how to do stuff. But mm-hmm. you actually have some videos on how to set up some of your workouts too, which I found really helpful. Yes, which is great. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then after we do our workout, we we will be tired right after our workout. But then I thought maybe we can go into more depth and you can tell us more about what you have to offer the community and and resources that you have, maybe programs that you have and how people can get involved. Is that cool? That sounds amazing. Cool. This workout is Jane's workout. It's called Pride. And essentially we're going to do Three shorter intervals and a one longer interval, three sh- even shorter intervals and one longer interval, and that is considered one round. And then we're going to reset our monitor. We're essentially the same exact thing again. And another component of the monitor is we can watch and and try and improve on our previous round during the second round. Now, um, that might be easy to do because we're going to use the first at least half of the first round as our warm-up also so we're going to start in nice and light and easy and then gradually build in intensity and then on our second round we're going to try and make it more of a solid effort all the way through but jane how does a stroke rate of 33 sound to you for a start and we'll build from there perfect okay wonderful yeah i do have us uh at the very Towards the very end, getting up towards, this is like in at the end of the second round, getting us up towards a stroke rate of 45, but we're going to build gradually with that. Okay? Love it. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, that sounds really good. Okay, so let's take a moment and just set up. Now, we are on the ski erg. Hopefully, I mean, you could use any machine. It's just a two-minute erg, or yeah, and then one-minute rest and two-minute erg. So any machine can be used. Jane and I have our our ski ergs out. I am going to set my damper on the lower side, somewhere between three and four. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go ahead and program the monitor. So everyone's going to press menu. And then we'll press select workout, new workout. We're going to go intervals. And then intervals variable, because they're going to change. So we see interval one, we're going to press time and then we're going to use the plus and minus sign we're going to change that to a two minute interval and then arrow button down and set our rest time to one minute this will and then we're going to press the check mark now interval two we're going to press time and then it already should say two minutes of work and one minute rest so we're going to press the check mark Interval three is the same thing. So we'll press time. We'll see that two minutes of work, one minute rest, and we'll press the check mark. Now, interval four is different. Interval four, we're going to press time, but now we're going to change the two to the four minute effort. So four minutes of work, and then that same one minute of rest. Then we'll press the check mark. Interval five. We're going to press time, and we're going to change the four down to one. So now we have one minute of work. Press the check mark because we have one minute of rest still. Then interval six is time, and we'll continue with that one minute of work, one minute of rest, check mark. 
Interval seven, same thing. Time, one minute of work, one minute of rest, and check mark. And then interval eight is going to be different. Interval eight is going to be time, and we're going to change that one minute of work to three minutes of work. So then we have three minutes work. Then we're going to change the rest time to three minutes. Great. And then we'll press the check mark. Instead of going into interval nine, we can press no more intervals. Okay. Let's also set our screen to, what do you want to use today? What do you like, what units do you like to look at? I, my, I love pace per 500. Pace per 500. Awesome. Let's do that. Okay, and then display here for this first round. Let's just change the display. I don't know. It could be whatever you want, but I'm going to look at the one with the least amount of numbers on it just for fun. Yep, okay. Okay. And that, <laughs> that one is going to show us um, on the bottom left-hand corner. It's going to show us uh, our strokes per minute. That's helpful too because really that's what we're going to be looking at for this effort we have to get started. This first two minute effort is gonna be nice and light. Our target stroke rate is gonna be 33. You ready to do this, Jane? I'm so ready. Okay, let's do it. Nice and light, nice and easy. Stand ready, grab those handles, and ski. Here we go. So nice and easy. Dial in that 33. Find your breath. Find that rhythm. 33. Power is nice and light. job. Good. Three, two, and one. Good. This is our minute of rest. You can actually put the handles down or you can keep skiing nice and lightly. Good. Awesome. How are we feeling? I feel really good. 
I'm lucky that it's the start of my day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do a little bit of coaching as we go through each interval. Um, the next in 30, 30 seconds, we're going to do the next interval that's coming up. And a couple things are going to change. One is our stroke rate. We're going to go to a 35 stroke rate. So our cycle time is going to be a little bit quicker. And I also want you to add a little bit of power into that drive. So strong frame, we are gonna drive straight down with those handles. Grab the handles, three, two, and one, here we go. Now we're up to a 35. Every stroke, I want you to stand up nice and tall. Draw that belly button in towards your spine. Nice. And drive straight down. Smooth and consistent. Take a look at that stroke rate. Let it settle on 35. Stand up tall before every stroke. Nice job. So because we're looking at pace per 500, as we increase our power, that number is gonna go down a touch. Ten more seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice job. And relax. You can continue to ski nice and easy or step away from your machine. Grab a sip of water. Cool. Next up, our third two-minute interval. We are going to go up two more beats to a 37 strokes per minute. I'm getting warm. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This is really great. I love focusing on the stroke rate as well. And I love the coaching of like, more powerful in the drive. I'm like lapping up this. <laughs> I can't believe you're in Vermont and you're coaching me. It's wonderful, <laughs> right? It's the best. It's so good. All right, next up, we've got 37 strokes per minute. Grab those handles. We're going to push a little bit harder. Here we go, 37. Time to work. Our focus comes in. We've got our breath. Dial in that rhythm. 
stand up tall. Good. At the beginning of your drive, be solid in your frame. Shoulders are set down and away from your ears. This 37. We've been here for one minute. Let's give it one more minute. Breathe. Good. Be strong through your middle. Use the strength of your whole body to apply power down. We got it. Keep it going. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Beautiful. All right, we have one minute of rest. And we're gonna go into a four minute piece. So this four minute piece, we're gonna go back down to our 35 strokes per minute. At the same time, I want you to work on maintaining your power at that hard power level. So, the power that we just put into the machine, I want you to think about applying that much power at a stroke rate that is just a little bit lower. So we're gonna aim for a 35, and we're gonna go hard at a 35 for four minutes. We good? So good. Awesome. All right, grab the handles. Ready, ski, here we go. Four minutes on. Find that 35. Beautiful. of the length of your legs. Stand up all the way. Get tall. At the very top of your stroke, your eyes are looking forward. You're standing straight up and those arms are reaching up. Hands about the height of your forehead. Good. As we initiate that power downward, I want you to think about the solid frame that you have through your upper body. Your shoulders are down. The middle of your body is strong and solid. 
Beautiful. Nice and consistent. Breathe. Two minutes down. We have two minutes to go. and then stand with strength all the way up. Squeeze the glutes. Yes. Get tall. Give yourself that room to move. The taller you get, the more range of motion you have. Stand up. Stand up. That's it. Can you get taller? Can you lift your heels up a little higher at the top of your stroke? Get tall. Give me 20 more seconds. It's so funny that um, whenever you give pointers, it's exactly what I need to hear. It's like, get up tall, lift your heels a bit higher. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> like you can see me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have planted so a video good. right from your skier. I'm watching you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just telling you all the things that I think I should be doing. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, it's working. It's really good. <laughs> all right. So up next, we have a one-minute effort. So we're going to go back up in our stroping. I want you to look at a 37 just for one minute. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Here we go. A little quicker. Big pump here. 37. It's gonna be over quickly, especially compared to that four minute effort. Dial it in right away. 37. Quick, quick. That's it. Get tall. Squeeze your glutes, eyes forward.
Are you breathing? As you should be. Ten seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice work. Nice work. Okay, from here, we're gonna get a little faster and then a little faster. So we're gonna try and create a pattern where we get through the entire range of motion of our stroke, but I want you to do it with a little speed on the drive as well as on the recovery. And I don't want you to skip the length that you can get on that recovery just because we're going a little faster. So I want you to get from the bottom of your stroke all the way up to the top of your stroke, which usually means squeeze the glutes, straighten the legs, elevate off the heel just a little bit. Okay, 15 seconds. Our stroke rate is gonna be 39. 39. Three, two, and one. Here we go. Dive right in. 39. Good, quick pump. Get tall. before we get uncomfortable there, these one minute intervals. Yeah, that was really short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have one more. Yeah. And we're gonna bump it up again. So quick on the drive, quick on the recovery. We're going for a 41 stroke rate. 41, creeping our way up there. Nice job, breathe. Bring your power. 
Turn it on right now. 20 seconds. Three, two, and one. Awesome. Okay, final interval of round one. We're gonna bring that same power that we just put into the machine, but we're gonna drop that stroke rate back down to 39. So this is a hard effort. At a 39, a little bit slower than what we just did. So every stroke, we need to add a touch more power. We can do that. Okay. Yeah. This is where we become proud of ourselves. <laughs> Right yes, here. yes, exactly. Three minutes. Yep. Awesome. All right. Gearing up for our final interval of round one. Feet hips width apart, hands shoulder width apart, corners of our mouth raised. Let's go. Three minutes. Right here. Target. Strokes per minute is our 39. We have power. We have control of that power. We're gonna put that power right into the machine. Breathe. Stand up tall. Shoulders down and away from our ears. Even as we lift our arms up to begin that drive. Nice work. Enjoy the fact that you're moving your body. Enjoy the fact that you've got power inside your body. Keep pushing. Down, one minute to go. more seconds here. Stay consistent. 
Stroke rate is at 39. Power is on. Lots of rest after this. Ten seconds. Three, two, that's one. And rest. Three minutes off. How are we feeling? Good. Good. I love focusing on stroke right. It's, um, it's so good for my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for your brain and good for your breath. Right? Establishing that rhythm in your movement helps you establish exactly. your breathing rate. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to let this three minutes roll out. So we're one minute down, two minutes to go. Inside those two minutes, what we'll do is reset our monitor and just re-row that same round straight over again. And then this time, the display that we're gonna look at are, is kind of fun one, if you choose. The, the skier, the skier um, pace, it's like a pace skier. And what mm -hmm. that's gonna show you is the effort that you put into the first round on that particular interval, how fast you speed it. So, Love it. a goal could be whatever you feel like that goal should be. Whatever makes you happy. So, I love it. Go ahead and press menu. And we're going to press select workout, then re ski. And then I want you to press re-ski again. So you will see two minutes pop up on your screen. And then we're gonna press the display button until we see two skiers, one kind of sideways on top of the one with a P on the back of the skier. And that is your piece skier. That's, that's what you did the last time. And the one that's skiing on top is you during this round. So, um, we're gonna continue to work our stroke rate and we're gonna start off a little bit faster than we started with uh, before. We're gonna start off at a 37. It's beginning to okay. feel a little quick, isn't it? Yeah. What what stroke rate do you typically ski, ski at? Like, it's so funny. I was, I'm so comfortable at 33. You are. So I've gotten into a real habit of low stroke rate. Yeah. And then um, for anything like fast, it's like 41, 43. So I don't generally do anything between 33 and like 41. So keeping the pace at like 37, 39, 35 was a real struggle. Hard, right? So it was, yeah. And it was like, it was the most eye opening thing of what there's a gap in my training. There's a gap in terms of high stroke rate and a gap in that mid-range stroke rate. So yeah. I was like, I need to focus on stroke rate with my training. There you go. And I do, I'm like the same way on the rowing machine too. I love that 24. Um, and yes. I try and like get myself out of that sometimes just, just for fun. Definitely. Just, just to Definitely, sure exactly. Practicing it. So. Yeah. 
it's human nature to stay where you're comfortable. Yeah, we should start so we don't think about it too much and just get through it. So, Good idea. first interval, our stroke rate target is gonna be a 37. Uncomfortably comfortable at 37. Grab the handles, we're here for two minutes. Okay, ready, and ski. Here we go, two minutes at a 37. It's quick, just because it's quick, let's not shortchange our stroke. Stand up tall. Our effort, light to moderate here. Remember, we've got a long road ahead of us, light to moderate. We'll have our chance to work hard momentarily. are down. Find that strength on the front side of your chest. That space in between your shoulder blades. seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Good work. That minute my stroke rate was all over the place. I had a hard time. Yeah, I was jumping around too. 37. <laughs> I was just so focused on the little pacer. I was like staring <laughs> at him. <laughs> Did you crush it that inter interval? Did you ski way out ahead? Yes, I skied ahead of him. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Very I was much. like, that was, I was fixated and then I'd look at my stroke right and I was like, 41. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, let me do this. Let's set our, um, we're going to go a little bit higher this time because we're gonna keep doing that. So this next effort is at a 39 stroke rate. And I want our, our effort not to be super hard, but just moderate. Ready and go. Here we go. So try and stay just ahead of that pace skier here. Skiing at a 39. Let's see if we can round ourselves a little bit. There we go. Good, get tall.
release those glutes as you stand up. And then move the tips of those skis right past that pace gear. focus is we're going to up our stroke rate to our 41 a little faster um, and I'm going to tell you what I just did and I'm, I'm noticing what I'm doing because I'm like staring at the pace skier and me the other skier yeah. and I find myself staying kind of compressed and together and what I want to practice is like Every 10 strokes, you can look at where you're at uh, with the pace skiers. Otherwise, okay. you're standing way up and looking okay. straight ahead, so get tall. Okay, so this two minute effort, 41. Every 10 strokes, you can peek at your effort. Here we go, ski. Okay. Look straight ahead, get tall. You got work to do here. Nice job, 41 stroke rate. Take a peek at how you're doing. Where are you in comparison to that pace gear? Okay, 10 powerful strokes here at that 41. We're breathing. Shoulders down, eyes up, moving ahead, take a peek. That's it. Thirty more seconds. Okay. 
10. Nice job. Good work. That was the best cue ever. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I looked down, I was on 41 strokes and yeah. just ahead of the pace. Yeah. Yeah. But just from looking up and getting taller. Yeah. And then. That's really good. This next piece is gonna be our four minute effort. So this is our last really long minute, or really long interval. Mm -hmm. We are gonna yep. take our stroke rate back down to our 39. And then yep. we're gonna try for moderate, or consistent moderate to intense intensity. So moderately high intensity. Um, just continue. Okay. So steady, steady, and hard. Three, two. One, here we go. 39. No sprints out of the gate. Just settle right at that 39. Nice job. Taking less strokes with more power actually conserves a little bit of energy. Because every time we up the stroke rate, that just means we have to stand up more frequently. So if we can get more power per stroke, take less strokes, all the better. So put it in here, be powerful. Get tall, shoulders down.
Nice work. One minute to go. Give me 30 more seconds. There's one minute left. One minute. That's right. <laughs> no more really long pieces. Oh, yeah. Right. How are we feeling? Okay. Yeah, really good. And that was better. I still did the ten every tenth. So I could have a peek. Wonderful. So I was like, oh, that works for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's using the information, not being controlled. Just stay, yeah. Just stay tall. Stay tall. All right. Ten seconds. We have one minute. We're gonna go back up to our 41. So quick pump, quick power, starting in three, two, one. Here we go. Quick power, it'll be over fast. One minute. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Quick effort, quick effort. That was a quick, quick effort. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I was um... At 30 seconds, I was like, oh my God, I'm halfway. That's great. <laughs> All right, we're going to bump it up again. 43. 43 in 30 seconds. Big breath. Stretch out those arms. If your arms are getting tired, I want you to think about utilizing 
your midsection, your core, the middle of your body to power through this big movement. We rely just on our arms. Those are gonna get tired real fast. Let's use our whole body. Here we go, three, two, one, and ski. Right here, we're at our 43. Quick power. Use that body, stand up tall. Think about getting on top of it, pushing it down. Oh yeah. Thirty seconds. I'm not gonna lie, I'm enjoying this so much. Ah. So before I said um, how I just noted, like the faster that we go, the more times we have to stand up. And uh, that is something yes. that I picked up from your um, your weekend oh, training. Yeah. I loved that and I was like, oh my God, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder it's so much fun. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true, yeah. And yeah, it's like actually we have to stand up more. We, and yeah. so it's like obviously you can handle it, but it's more time. So. That's, right. That's right. And we're going to do that right now. So 45, that's our cap. <laughs> how fast we're going to go. In three, don't think about it. Two, one, just do it. Here we go. For one minute out of 45. It's fast, but we got that. Use those glutes. Stand up tall. Elevate those heels off the ground. Get on top of it. Final interval is our three minute effort. This is our workout right here. Three minutes. We're gonna go 43 strokes per minute. We've got 30 seconds. And we'll hit it. This is where we can seal the deal with our pride. All you need to do is be proud of yourself. Get through these three minutes. 
Let's celebrate. Let me celebrate your birthday. <laughs> yes. We're going at a 43 strokes per minute. Final effort. Three, two, and one. Here we go. Three minutes on the clock. First, dial in 43. What does that feel like? Feels good, quick, powerful. Drive those hands down. Use your body. Good. At the top of your stroke, set that solid frame through your arms, through your shoulders, through your midsection. That's it. One minute down. Let's do this. Two minutes to go. Right here. Dig in. We're at a 43. Be proud of yourself right here. Final minute. Awesome. Drive it home here. You are amazing right now. Stay with me. Twenty. Ten seconds. Thank you. Yes, you're so welcome. <sighs> that felt so good. Oh my goodness. That was a long workout. Ooh. It was, right? Wonderful. It's amazing how much you can accumulate though when you break it up like that. Yeah. And um, program it in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then the fun part yeah. is to like, to go back and look at, look at the memory and see yeah. what you did too. 
So if you don't know how to do yep. that, you can just press menu and then hit memory and then list by date and you can see the two rounds that we completed right there. Oh, gosh, all the endorphins are just flowing. Yeah. <laughs> I love your coaching. Oh my God. I was thinking as I was going, I was like, oh, you're one of those people, I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> so you know how some coaches, they like coax it out of you. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, okay, I'll do that. Like you just trust them. It was really great. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm going to hear your voice whenever I'm on the ski now. Awesome. I'm like going to do all of your workouts. I want to hear your voice because it's very calm as well. Whereas the voice in my head is like, <laughs> thank you. That's that's a compliment. I feel I feel proud of that. So thank you. Yes, you should. All right. Oh, that was really good. Well done. Thank you. You too. Thank you. This is what I wanted to tell people that are listening right now. So you just completed a wonderful and long workout. Likely, um, you could benefit from a nice cool down. So. If you wanted to listen in, Jane and I are going to chat a little bit about the awesome things that she offers the community. And you, I would encourage you to just either ski nice and easy. Maybe you have a rower, hop on that rowing machine and just row out to cool down or just sit and stretch. That's always a good thing to do after you work out. Make sure you drink a lot of water, just replenish and rehydrate and do what you need to do. Maybe go for a walk, whatever you'd like to do, but continue to listen. And um, I'm going to ask Jane a few questions. We're going to chat about what she offers. So, Jane, what do you offer? Our new customers, you know, the folks that just got a brand new machine, whether it's a rowing machine, ski erg, bike erg, um, what do you offer that they might find interesting? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think. Uh something I feel about the machines it's funny because I'm asked I'm asked two questions really often and the first is do you work for concept two because I'm so in love with the ergs and the second is were you a rower and the answer to both of those questions is no and I only came across concept two when I owned a studio a, a gym basically a box in Melbourne seven years ago now for a few years and and I had rowing machines in my gym and I didn't really know how to use them. I still remember coaching people on them and being like, just pull as hard as you can from that end to that end. And I'd put the damper straight up to a can and I just thought, you know, just get on and just like mash it. And then um, I went and did my full certification at Jim Jones in Salt Lake City. And as part of your certification there, you've got to do a 2K test on the rower and a 2k test on the ski erg and girls have got to get a sub eight minute and boys have got to get a sub seven minute i remember thinking oh that'll be fine like that's a two minute pace all the pieces i'd done on the rower were like one minute 30 seconds whatever and then i realized that a 2k is a really great way to have your reality flashed before you <laughs> um so i kind of set about a little mission to to learn how to use the machine properly so um, I went and trained with a, a rowing club and learned all about the erg and I learned all about damper setting and how the machine was built. And it's funny because I went from thinking that the rower was just a way to get somebody's heart rate up in the gym to then realizing that it's one of the most comprehensive training tools that there actually um, is. 
And so I now, uh, past 25 years, um, was traveling around the world running in-person seminars um, <laughs> um, at gyms all around the world because I realized that if I felt like I misunderstood the equipment and wasn't using it as um, well as I could, that there are a lot of other gym owners and people who go to group training I'm doing the same thing. Um, so I was really reluctant to start teaching the ski erg because, again, I didn't know how to use it. And um, when I did my test at Jim Jones, I failed. So I felt this real negativity towards the ski erg. I felt like the only experience I'd had on it was a negative one. And so I did what any normal person would do. And I said to myself, I'm never going to do that thing again. Um, and then I, I remember I had a little a little look at myself and I thought if I'm coaching other people to be the best that they can be and I'm avoiding something that I'm not good at because I'm not good at it then I'm not really walking my talk. So I set about learning all about the ski erg and I kind of started a pretty strong love affair with the ski erg and mainly because I see how many other people find it really miserable and find it really like it it holds a mirror up to them that they don't want to see which is that it's Hard work. So I guess what I offer people is a way to use the ergs that makes them feel really good, that builds their confidence. And I love that you chose the workout called Pride today because I guess that's the message of everything I do for somebody. It's make yourself proud. And I think that in athletics, we've attached pride to numbers and performance and you know, a comparison against other people and world record and records and stuff that, like, I know for myself, I want to go to bed feeling proud of what I've accomplished for the day. And it's not in comparison to anybody else. It's not usually because of a set of numbers. It's because I did something that was a challenge and, like, I got through it. Um, whether it's fitness or just life or having a conversation or it's, you know, um, making that call that you've been putting off, whatever it is, it's just that feeling of accomplishment. And it's funny because I always come back to the ergs because of the numbers and the monitor in front of you can track you. So you can actually say to yourself, I did do better than I, you know, did yesterday, or I did do better in that second round than the first one. Like it is quantitative, which is nice measurability, but it still does come back to how does something make you feel? Absolutely. So what do I offer people? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that like how timely right now that, you know, that, that is, mm. you know, it's really challenging out there in the world. And if, if you have this, you know, machine that you can get on and just accomplish yeah. a, you know, a set of meters and you do yeah. that and you see that on the monitor, it is, it makes a huge impression on someone. Great. Absolutely. And and I've got so many people so I really um I work with groups, like I work with gym members. So I work with gym owners and gym members. So a lot of the people that I actually work with, their only interaction with the equipment is in class at the gym that they go to. And twenty twenty has been really interesting because like um a lot of gyms here have um, like a lot of people have bought ergs to have at home because they've enjoyed using it at the gym. Um, and a lot of gyms have been renting out, leasing out, loaning out their ergs for people to use while they're in lockdown and the gym is closed. And so there's been this whole influx of a population group that have never used this equipment at home, but they've only used it in the gym as a real conditioning piece. And it's 
been really interesting to hear from them. They think that they've got to get on and go as fast as they can and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. And it's like you said at the very beginning, it doesn't have to be like that. Like the, the best way to actually use the erg is to get really, like to really engage your posterior chain, to really engage your core, to really work on posture. Like it doesn't have to be any kind of smash there. So I think a lot of people have learned that getting on the erg and going slow for 20 minutes is actually way more effective long-term in durability than getting on and, you know, doing 30 seconds all out and being done. Right. It's like if you were to go out for a run, you would always just go out and sprint. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> exactly. So, so it sounds like, Jane, you have been um, impacting the community by, by traveling to, to people and, and gathering groups together. And I've, I've had the pleasure to attend your courses and you take mm-hmm. small groups and introduce them to the rowing machine and then in the skier. And yeah, I generally like to teach the rowing machines first. I like, I love the skier and I've become pretty known for being on the skier, but I have, I just love, I actually love the complexity of the, um, rowing technique mm-hmm. and just that it's quite unfamiliar. A horizontal plane is quite unfamiliar for a lot of people. And so, I really love seeing people when it starts to click into place. So I do often spend more time on the rowing machine. So I like to start on that. Yeah. And I feel like you did a really great job at introducing the rowing machine, acknowledging that anybody can put meters on the machine at at any level, right? And the goal would be to put meters on the machine in a way that is like really beneficial for your body as far as efficiency goes and and application of power and utilizing your your body in a way that's you know potentially conserving some energy but still producing power and when you taught that and saw the light bulbs go off in people's eyes on the rowing machine it was then like when you started their introduction to the skier, it was like, oh, this is going to work in a similar fashion. And it was really cool to see yeah. that, um, that, you know, the movement's obviously very different, but the, the elements of how you move your body and, and like what goes into that is, is really, there, there's a thread of, of connection there. So I, I liked that having both of oh, the really. machines... Um, available for for that introduction and 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 making them both less less scary <laughs> at the same time which definitely is really cool. yeah yeah and which is really important because there you can create some commonalities between them like you can use the same language when you talk about them like you, you've got similar elements like there's handles there's you know or a handle there's a flywheel like you have to have really strong connection to the machine like there's commonalities that mm-hmm. you can find between the equipment which gives people confidence. Then they're like, cool, okay, I, I understand I've got to drive on both pieces of equipment. I understand that the damper setting and the flywheel is the same on each piece of equipment, so I need to understand how that works and then I can apply it to both. Yeah. 
So I think it breaks down the discomfort of the lack of familiarity, um, that they're two completely different things and, and then it demystifies them. And the big goal I have is that somebody walks out of my seminar and this is the goal I go into every seminar with and they, they say to themselves, I can't wait to get on and practice that. Yeah. And that's what gets me excited. I want them, like from a business perspective, obviously the gym owner wants people excited to come to the gym, but I don't even have to look at it that way. I genuinely want somebody to wake up and be so excited to practice that new skill that they've acquired and feel so confident in it that they want to do it and they want to move their body and they want to be fit and strong and, and not dysfunctional. And so if there's anything I impart um, it, it, during a seminar, it's less about the actual um, uh, specifics of what I'm teaching and more about the feeling they have towards the erg at the end of it that they want to put in the work. Yeah. And so a huge part of what I teach is actually the way that I teach and and that's why I can I can really only teach something I genuinely believe in because I do wake up on seminar day and I am that excited to talk about it and that comes through it and it it's contagious to other people too. Yeah, I can attest to that. Absolutely. So so yeah. in <laughs> so in twenty twenty, now that we're you know, you know, you're you're in lockdown, um you said you mentioned a Zoom training that you did um, yeah. and some personal training mm-hmm. sessions that you've done. Who are the people that make up your community outside of you've um, coined this term erg army? And it's like you're building this team of people that love the, the ergs and, and love to use them. I love that erg army idea and, you know. Grabbing, grabbing a hold of some of yeah. those workouts and participating in them is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And um, so I'm like a massive Harry Potter geek. Like I absolutely <laughs> love Harry Potter. And um, so the army is in reference to Dumbledore's army. So anyone else that's listening to this that's also a Harry Potter geek will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but I kind of saw it as like, I I love connection. I love meeting people. I love learning from them. Like I love that collaboratively today, the workout that I started with became so much stronger because of what you applied to it. And I think that a lot of coaches can think they have to be the best in their community and they have to know the most and they have to have won all the awards and or anything like that or be the strongest or fittest in the gym. And, and I really think that the strongest that we can be is collaboratively and together and so I I built Erg Army with this understanding that I have people in my community and in my circle that I've met and at that seminar you came to like it was mind-blowing how good all the coaches in the room that day were and it's, it's also nerve-wracking for me to be in a room like that all the time where people really do know so much so I thought well why not build a group of people that a lot of them are specialists that we can all learn from each other. So my community, I've got a whole bunch of certified coaches that have gone through what I teach, but also teach their own things, whether it's kettlebells or weightlifting or body weight or running um, or mindset or nutrition, whatever it is, but it's that collectively we're stronger. And, um, and I'm like, I guess I'm a connector piece, but I don't at all think alone I'm the best in any way. I like that. I like the idea of together we're we're 
stronger and we can all bring our specialties to the table and then how how much greater can you be together totally and i think that a lot of people um have this perception that they're lonely when they erg and that's why i love that there are so many apps and and like your podcast where you're not alone when you do it because i think that's why some people you know, lose interest because they feel like they're doing it by themselves. But there's so many ways that we can actually erg together. And, like, my favorite way to use the ergs is in real life. Like, I just, like, that's why my love affair started with the ski because I was like, oh, my God, I can put a team together and we can, you know, take a number of strokes and then pass off. And, like, that's my favorite thing to do. And a couple of years ago, we ran a um, an event called the Project Ski World Cup. And... We held it in some of our partner gyms, and um, it was just a whole weekend of skiers, really. And it was just like my dream kind of workout that, to me, demonstrates that it doesn't have to be used alone. And virtually now, like I do workouts with people on Zoom all the time, where it's if you go, I go kind of workout. And I think that that's such a yeah great way to do it together. Sure, sure. Um, okay, so Jane, how can people get connected with you? How can people um, see what you have to offer and be involved in what you've got going on? Great. So everything you can about me you can find out um, on my website, so ergarmy.com. Also on my Instagram, which is my name, which is jane.erbacher. And I, in the next six months, everything I do will be virtual. So I'm about to release a whole bunch of dates um, for online workshops and um, they'll be live. Like it'll be, you sign up for the workshop, it'll be a very small number of people and we'll do it together in real time via Zoom. Um, Not a pre-recorded workshop. I'm really into having conversations with people and correcting them and hearing their questions and answering them. So um, there'll be a whole bunch of dates released that'll be on both Instagram and um, on my website and I have been doing some one-on-one uh, sessions with people and as I get older I'm like really few people not getting injured like an accumulating dysfunction which is what we kind of see um, people doing because they do add a lot of volume and if they're doing something just slightly wrong um, so yeah so you can come to a workshop online you can do a one-on-one session with me online and then hopefully in six months time I'll be traveling around the world again And um, I can come to your gym. You just have to ask me. That's wonderful. Awesome. And um, just for those of you that are listening, I will have all of those linked in the show notes of this episode. And then I'll also link to Jane's handle on Instagram too. So that's an easy connection that you can make. But Jane, thank you so much for sharing your birthday with me. How honored I am that you chose to do that. (laughs) And no, I did it on purpose. I was like, the best start to the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Um, thank you for designing this workout. It's wonderful to work from. And um, I had a really great time. I feel great. It's going to be hard to get to sleep now. <laughs> but I'll be flying. <laughs> but thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much, Katie. And I hope, I hope everyone thank listening um, takes a moment and checks out Jane. At least follow her on Instagram super fun and we'll give you lots of great ideas to to do your workouts uh too and yeah until next time i hope everyone has a great week 
Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you.